0: Welcome to the Wildly Confident Podcast, where we discuss all the ways to help you get more confident, make more money, and get the results you want in your life Stat. I'm Katherine Wisner, your host. I'm a certified life coach to the Life Coach School and the creatrix of my own multi-million dollar business. Hey, you. Welcome to the Wildly Confident podcast this week. I am so glad you are here taking care of yourself. Way to go. This week, we are going to be talking about social change and social activism and just all the things that we want to see in the world. We want to see you know, world hunger eradicated. We want to see everyone winning in life, right? By winning, I mean like having their needs met. Okay, there are enough resources on this planet for everyone's needs to be met. Yet some people still le- live in extreme poverty. Some people are dying every day from hunger, war preventable diseases, things that we have medicine for that somehow can't seem to get to them, you know, and it's mind-boggling, I think, when we look at it. I think often we try to avoid looking at it because it's so painful to us. And it's hard to understand how we could live in a world where there's enough resources for everyone and why some people aren't getting those resources, and so often, like, we get stuck in this place when we look at some of the statistics or we watch a little news clip, and I, I think a lot of people start to feel like, well, what can I do? I'm just one person. Like, yeah, sure, I can donate some money, but, like, this stuff's been around forever. Like, it's always been, you know, like this. And what I want to plant in your head today is that it hasn't always been like this, okay? Okay and you can do something. It doesn't mean you have to fly out to Africa and donate, you know, do donate your entire life to trying to change it, okay? But it does mean that you have to be willing to care about it and not turn a blind eye to it, okay? So often because we don't see it all the time, we live in a very affluent country where, you know, we're not seeing yeah, you know, People aren't um, necessarily like dying. Children aren't dying from starvation here. People aren't dying from, you know, mal- malaria. They're in a number of other infectious diseases um, that are very rampant in some of the lower income countries that we don't really connect in with our hearts that this is happening. And then when we see it, it's just almost feels so overwhelming to us that we just shut it out, we turn it off. And I am going to be chatting with everyone about how not to shut that off today and how to actually make some real change because the change starts at home, right? We actually have a lot of um, control and ability to make a change that is that can affect the entire world because we didn't just get to this place um, by not being involved. Like we are we are all part of the story that's happening in the world right now. We all need to take responsibility for how we're showing up and how we're contributing to the state of the world right now. And when you take that responsibility instead of turning a blind eye, instead of blaming somebody else for it, right? Cuz sometimes we'll be like, "Oh, I blame that country. They've done such a bad job with their resources or" Um, this is where a lot of like ethnic scapegoating happens and prejudice. Like people will blame certain ethnicities or say it's because of their religion. And like, guys, we're all just people trying to do our best. And just because someone was born someplace where they have less opportunities than we do in the United States, that is not their fault, right? We are all human. We all matter. And when we turn a blind eye to something or we turn away from it because it's maybe just too painful for us to witness, we are basically contributing to it not mattering. We are contributing to the problem being perpetuated, okay? We might not be the one who is not, you know, giving that family any money directly or is taking away resources like directly, but we're indirectly involved with how that is being manifested into the world. So many people I know want to change the world for the better. And I think we all would, would want to see all everyone's needs being met. No more, no more starvation, right? All these diseases being eradicated, Um, people feeling safe. Oh my gosh. Everyone feeling safe. I mean, that would be a world I would love, love, love to see. And so, the way that I don't, I stop myself from getting overwhelmed when I look at this stuff, because I think it's important to look at it. I think it's important to engage with it. Because if you don't, and you don't recognize it's happening, and you don't try to be part of changing the world, then you're just accepting it as it is. And the world doesn't have to be this way. The world doesn't have to be that some people are dying from hunger. There's just no, there's absolutely just like no reason why that has to be the world that we live in. And so. I always just tell people, you know, yes, yes, yes. Donate money. Yes. But start from home. Okay. Start at home. Start with the community and the people that you actually have any sort of relationship with in order to start making social change. When you do this, You are going to be helping other people open up their minds to these sorts of problems more. I think because they're so like hidden under the rug here in the United States and like they're hardly ever given any news time, we just don't think about them enough. And I think what we all need to do if we're really interested in making a change is to uh, be willing to talk about them, be willing to say like, hey, I'm a human being There's another human being maybe, you know, halfway across the world that is struggling right now. How can I turn away from that? How can I not see that? It's reconnecting back to our own humanity and being okay with the discomfort and the grieving and the loss that that's happening. I think sometimes we see it and like people go into like scarcity too. They get like afraid that that might happen to them. Like, this is why they need to really hold on to their resources because the world's a cruel world. And when we go to that mindset, we're just perpetuating the story. The world is not a cruel world. Okay. It is not. I happen to believe one of the main reasons that humans evolved. From um, chimpanzees, where we, would, where we took a different route, is because of our loving nature. If you look at just the gestation rate of a, a human child and how long a human child stays with its mother, with its family, um, and the love that and care, the care that has to go into raising a child, okay, a human child, it is vastly different. Than many other organisms. And I want to say that like when you think about love, like it's the best emotion in the world, right? Like it's the thing that feels the best. No wonder we want to feel it. I actually think it's one of the things that helped us evolve into the conscious beings and humans we are right now, is love. I don't think it was survival of the fittest. I think it was survival of being in a community together. For caring for each other, learning to cooperate, learning to love each other, so we could trust each other, so we could feel safe, that helped us evolve into the place we are. So I don't think it's our nature to be in scarcity. I don't think it's our nature to hoard things, and for some people to be dying of starvation when, you know, another part of the world is dumping tons and tons of food. It's just because we aren't bringing it to our awareness enough and we're turning a blind eye to it. And partially because we have a story that we just think that's the way the world is. And I'm just trying to say, I don't think it's the way the world is. We have to start believing it's not the way the world is. This world has enough for everybody in it to win, for everyone to get their basic needs met. And the way that we start to change the script from scarcity and not enough and hoarding, right, and waste and people dying because they don't have enough food is by being aware that it's even happening, right? Really being aware of it, grieving it, like feeling the loss and sorrow in our hearts that another human is suffering in that way, and then talking about it with other people and talking about what you can do and talking about how it doesn't have to be this way, right? What can we do that's just in our community to make a change, Okay, all it takes is one person. There's a really cool study and I I can't remember it right now, but it was basically where like something was really obviously wrong. Um let's say they asked if someone was like a straight something was a straight line and it clearly wasn't and the first person like in this experiment some of the people were um you know, uh, actual scientists looking to sway the participants. And so they were like, "Oh yeah, that's a straight line." And the next one said it's a straight line there are both the scientists that were in on it. And then the next person was just like a normal Joe, like you and me that didn't know, they just signed up for this research project. And they're like, Oh, yeah, it's a straight line. And then like, everyone said it was a straight line, even though it clearly wasn't. Okay, because they just were like, Well, you know, there must be something wrong with me, right. And (laughs) it's amazing how we can just be socially kind of um, manipulated and just to agree with the crowd. But when they did that same experiment and someone said, no, it's a, you know, same exact thing. And the first person says, you know, no, it's not a, it's a, yes, it's a straight line. Yes, it's a straight line. And then the third person, let's just say this person was also one of the people who were in, said, it's not. Just that one person was able, who just stood up and said, there's something wrong here, right? This isn't right. They were able to sway the vast majority of the other people into being able to say something isn't right here. And that's why it's so important for us to deal with our discomfort sometimes around this stuff, to look at it, even though it's hard to look at and be like, wow, we're we're human beings and we're allowing other human beings to starve. Like that's really sad, right? It's really sad. And at the same time, like I can do something about it. And I and it starts here. Like, yes, donate money and yes, talk about it, right? All it takes is one person to start. A movement, one person to sway the crowd, and uh, you matter. It might seem like, how can you fight something so big, right? And it's not a fight; it's love. You're doing this because you love other human beings. You love them, and you do matter. So, that is my podcast for the week. And so, for all you social justice warriors out there who want to make a change, or people who are just, you know, regular moms like me, that think everybody deserves to have their basic needs met. Um, this is a great practice to do. Just get involved with your community. You can make a change. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you for joining. I hope you come back next week. Join my mailing list to get notified of my podcast. Follow me on Instagram at at and check out my website. I've got tons of free stuff on there at www.klwcoaching.com.